Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for another night of getting in your word, getting in your truth, getting in the foundation of where you want us to stand, standing in the strength of your might, standing in the strength of your word. Father, we just thank you tonight for your willingness to work on our behalf, your willingness, oh God, that you've given us your Holy Spirit. You've given us you, oh God. You've given us the best of you. And Father, we thank you tonight that 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 best, oh God, the best of you has enabled us, oh God, has made us able, has made us able, hallelujah, able to walk uprightly before you, walk able upright before you, Father, and we just thank you tonight for the Holy Spirit, oh God, that you did not withhold, oh God, but you gave freely, you freely gave to us, you, oh God, the best of you. And we thank you tonight, oh God, as we continue to study in your willingness, oh God, in your desiring, oh God, to bless us. Hallelujah, that we will be just like you, children walking, children walking as sons and daughters of God in this earth. Amen. Amen. We thank God tonight as we still study in the willingness of our God, in the greatness of our God. Amen. Psalms 1 tonight. We will start reading over in Psalms 1, 1 through 3. And you know, I'm always talking about the goodness and the greatness of our God. I'm always celebrating the greatness of what he wants to do for us and what he will do for us, you know. But I've never really talked about the ifs because I... I, I just know that the grace of God has made it able that we can do uh, the great things that God desires for us to do. But, you know, we get into this place and we think we can still maintain our stay and, and living in a world of wickedness. We think we can still maintain our stay in that world and think that we can still receive the goodness of God. Oh yes, God is more than willing to bless us. God is more than willing to, to bless us above measure. But God has called us to a place of righteousness and he's made it able that we can walk in that place by the Holy Ghost. Psalms 1. 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous." but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The way of the ungodly shall perish. You know, a lot of times we, we trust God, we go to church, we do all the religious acts, and we're expecting God to do what he says he's going to do. But there are some things that we must do as well. There's a way that we must follow, and it is the way of God. 
It is God's way that we must follow. We must get therein that we can walk in that confidence, that we can walk in the boldness of what the Holy Ghost come to give us. And I'm here to tell you, not only do the Holy Ghost give you that boldness and that assurance, but he also tells you the righteousness of God. He also helps you understand the desires of God, the principles. Come on now, what God is asking from us, what God is desiring from us, what God is desiring from us, not just what we want, but what he wants from us. We got to be mindful of that place. There are some things that God desires for us to do as well. Humble ourselves. Walk obedient. Be faithful. God is asking for some great things from us as well because he's given us a will. He's empowered us with a will to do whatever we desire to do. But God is saying, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. Humble yourselves that we might see and know the goodness of the Lord. He said, but if his, he said, his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, does he meditate day and night? Why is it that we meditate on the word of God day and night? Why is it that we keep the word of God before us day and night? It's because we're establishing, we're establishing the kingdom of God on the inside of us. We're establishing God's way of doing things on the inside of us. We're wanting the fullness of what God has made available to us through his spirit. We want the fullness. When God said we're no longer poor, but we're rich in him, where he talks about the prosperity. It's just not being uh, prosperous in, in money, but victor, uh, spiritually, physically, financially, and socially. God is wanting to, to make us whole all around. He's wanting us to receive his goodness in every area of our lives. But we got to be mindful to make sure that he is our delight that he is our delight come on not that we're going to try to tell god what to do but that we find out what it is that god has already done and made available for the sons and the daughters to begin to thrive begin to thrive and move come on and have access to god's greatness we must realize that God is not poor and that we are redeemed from the curse of poverty god wants us to walk in victory spiritually physically financially and socially jesus made the following statement here ask and it shall be given seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be open unto you and that's matthew 7 and 7 come on it's something that we must do in our asking come on in our asking we're we're establishing the fact that we delight in God's law. In our asking, we are establishing that we do meditate on his word. Why? Because we're asking according to his will. In our knocking, in our movement to knock and to go after knowing that he is our everything, that he is our source, and he's more than able to do all that he says he will do. And everything that he says he will do is all according to the will of God. And that's one thing we have to understand. God only does what he will to do. And that's why he's asking us to be born again of his spirit, of his way, of his attitude, of his character. He's asking us to be born again of himself. 
And not only is he asking this, but he's given us the power. He's given us the ability through his spirit, through our obedience and walking with the spirit of God, walking in the spirit of God. He is establishing the sons and daughters according to the will of God. When you let God have his way on the inside of you, when you let God work those things out and work things in, come on, let God have his perfect work. Let it be, let his perfect work be done in your life. Matthew 7 is, is a qualified scripture. It talks about the if. <laughs> Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find, knock, and it shall be open unto you. Come on, there's something for us to do. As we begin to seek God's word, as we begin to ask according to God's word, as we begin to knock, faith comes. See, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. When we ask, we shall receive. But we got to be mindful to meditate. Don't just go in prayer and ask God to do a thing and you have not even begun to meditate on what you asked for. See, we got to delight ourselves in the things of God. We got to delight even in prayer. We got to delight even in praise. We got to delight even in worship. We have to delight. Give yourselves over. We got to give ourselves over to the things of God. John 15, 7. If ye abide in me, and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Someone may say, if the, state, if the statement is true, then everyone would be a millionaire. No, there's more to this thing. Jesus didn't just say, if you abide in me, ask what you will. But he said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask what ye will. You see, it's all about the word itself abiding in you. When you delight in the word, the word will delight in you. And when I say delight, I mean it delights to the place where faith comes. Faith comes from the word of God. It comes to us. And then when it comes, that's when we begin to declare the greatness of God's word. But we must abide in it. We must know it. We must build ourselves upon that word. Build your house upon the word of God. God's word is his will. And God's will is his word. When his word abides in us, then we abide in him. Come on now. When God's word abide in us, then he, his will is abiding in us. When we allow that word to just begin to build a kingdom on the inside of us, we know how to ask and pray. We know what to ask and pray. We in prayer, we know what to say in prayer. We know the word because the word is abiding in, in, in us. God sent his word and heal them that psalms 107 and 20 god's word our life huh come on god's word is life unto those that find it and health to all of our flesh proverbs 4:22 when we begin to meditate on god's word like that god sent his word and he healed them 
See, when we get that word abiding on the inside of us, we know how to ask. Come on, we know it. We know the word. We know what God is desiring. We know what God is saying. And he said that my word is life unto those that find it. You see why it's so important for us to get that word on the inside of us? Because we seek and we desire for the life of God. We seek and desire to know the greater part of God. But if the word is not in you, if you have not found the richness of God's word, the prosperity of God's word, come on, the health of God's word, if you have not found it, then it can't be a blessing to you. It can't be, you can't see the greatness of it because you have not went after it with all your heart. You have to go after God's word with all your heart if you're really seeking for manifestation. If you're really seeking for God's word to be manifested in your life, it's going to take you going after the word. Come on, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. But you got to get that word on the inside of you. Know what God is saying. Declare that word. Come on, declare that word. Check yourself. Check yourself to see where you're standing. Check yourself and see where you're standing before you open up your mouth. We got to get to the point where it's got to be, it's got to mean something for us to live a life of righteousness before the Lord. It should mean something for us to delight in Christ. It should mean something to us. Well, we want to walk right. We want to do right. We want to live right. Come on. It should mean something to us. Why? Because the word of God is so full. The word of God is so full. There's healing in the word. There's deliverance in the word. There's power and authority in the word of God. And when we begin to delight in this word, he said it is life unto those that find it and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 4.22 It is God's will to heal us in every way that you can believe. Come on. Can you believe that God is wanting to heal us in every way? Spiritually, physically, financially. God's word will work to that end if we will learn to apply it wisely. That's why tonight when I begin to read over in Psalms 1, it talks about applying the word wisely. Check yourselves. Because sometimes prayers are not answered because we're not mixing them in faith. We're just saying the word of God, but our lives don't match our words. Come on. God's word, him and his word, they're one. God and his word is one. And we got to get to the point where the word of God becomes one with us. That's all we speak. That's all we know. And that's where we stand. We stand there and only there. And we allow the peace of God to rule in our hearts because the wisdom of God will come. The wisdom of God will come and explain to us. Will tell us what the word of God is saying. What the word is saying to us. The word is our comfort. The word is our peace. The word is our strength. Come on. That's why we got to get this word in us. That's why we got to begin to meditate on this word. If we're expecting to receive all that we say, because all that we say, we're saying it according to the word of God. We're saying it according to the word of God. The word of God tells us, us to speak what we desire. In Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24, 
Jesus gives the foundation principles for the God kind of faith. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Come on, did you get that? That is what you call a foundational principle. Foundation principles. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire when ye pray, Believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Ye shall have them. Come on. When see that's where that confidence comes in. When we when we walk in Christ, when we walk in God, we have that confidence. We have that boldness that we can come before the throne of God and know that which we dis, what we say is the will of God. That which we speak is the desire of God for our lives. But sin, sin makes cowards of men. It makes us bow, cower out. It makes us not want to pray. It makes us not want to open our mouths because we feel like we're not standing in a right place with God. That's why God is asking us to walk uprightly before him. That's why he gave us the Holy Ghost because he knows that we can't walk uprightly before him without him. We can't walk uprightly before God without the Holy Ghost. That's why Jesus came, because he know we cannot do the things that God desires and the things that God say without the power, the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. He said, blessed is the man that walketh. That means empowered is the man that walketh not in the counsel of ungodliness, nor sitteth in the seat of sinners or scornfulness. Come on. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Blessed is the man. Empowered is the man. That means that literally you're empowered to prosper. That means you're empowered to move forward. That means that there's nothing stopping you nor your words. Your words create a path. Your words are life. Why? Because you are abiding in the word of God. And the word of God is abiding in you. So you begin to ask you begin to ask why because faith is coming when we read the word of god faith comes to us when we get in that word and study faith comes to us when we pray we believe we receive what we desire come on pray the desire not the problem pray the desire not the problem that's what faith says that's what faith says faith says Pray the desire, not the problem. What do you desire? What is it that faith is saying to you tonight? What is faith releasing to you tonight? 
Because when we talk about the willingness of God, what is faith saying to you tonight about God's willingness to back up, to back you up? What is God's willingness to, to heal and deliver you? Why? Because he cannot lie. And that word that he's spoken, that word that he released, he is going to do. But should I say it's already done? Everything that God is going to do is already done. But it's us getting in position, us getting into the place of receiving, us getting into the place of knowing how to declare, us getting to the place of walking in the boldness and the confidence of God's spirit. When we get into that place, that place, that place will manifest the things of God. It will reveal itself to us in that place. Come on. Are y'all really ready for God to reveal <laughs> what you've been asking and believing for? Or are we still in a place of doubt? We got to get enough word in us that we push doubt out. Push doubt out. But you got to get enough word. God's promises. Come on, get enough word on the inside of you that you push the doubt out. But Psalms 1 and 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. See, I believe the word. I believe God's word. And I believe in God's willingness. When I say willingness, God's faithfulness. We're talking about the faithfulness of God. God is faithful to do all that he has promised. God is faithful to do all that he has promised. And not only that, but he sent his son. And his son was a part of the promise. His son is the fulfillment of the promise. And when we look at that, when we look at what Christ went through, when we look what, what God allowed his son to go through just for us, and then we doubt God. Come on, God fulfilled everything that he said he was going to do through his son. He fulfilled everything in the son. And we have that power, that same ability, that same anointing only inside of us. God has given us authority. He's given us that authority, but you know what? We first have to take that same authority, that same power, and shut this life down on the inside of us that's still trying to rule and reign when the kingdom of God is wanting to be established on the inside of us. Come on, let's use that authority. Let's speak to that thing that is trying to run us over, that thing that's trying to drive us mad, that thing that's trying to control us. Come on, let's speak to that thing and get it out of here that we may walk that we may walk in the counsel of God, that we may walk in the might of God, that we may walk in the understanding of God, that we may walk in the wisdom of God, that we may walk in the fear of God. Come on. Come on. Let us get to that place. Sit this old man down. Sit him down. And make him stop talking and allow the, God, allow the word of God to build itself on the inside of us that we're no longer looking to the right we're no longer looking to the left but we're looking unto God we're looking under him and his word come on he said it would work for us whatsoever ye shall say he said it will work for us 
if we say saying that saying that the principle works for whosoever is like saying uh, a farmer will work for anybody farming will work for anybody farming works only for those who plant seed farming works only for those who plant seed i most definitely can say the word of god works but I say the word of God works. I open my mouth and declare the word of God works. I declare the word over my life. I speak life over my life. God's life. It's something about us having to plant a seed. Open your mouth and say something. To operate the principle of Mark eleven twenty three, we must plant the seed. And to do this, we must get our mouths in motion. You won't receive your desires just because you say it. You will receive it because the way the kingdom of God operates. Saying it is involved in working the principle. Come on, we got to open up our mouths and say what we believe. What do you believe? Do you believe in God's willingness to heal and deliver and set you free? Do you really believe in that tonight? Are you really holding on to that truth tonight? That whosoever, come on, whosoever, when you pray, whosoever shall say, when you pray, come on, when you pray, are you believing what you say? My God, whosoever must believe and doubt not in his heart. Whosoever, whoever it is, <laughs> must believe and doubt not in his heart. Come on, we got to speak our desire. We got to meditate on our desire. We got to keep our mouths on it. Come on, keep your mouth on it. This will put it in your heart by us beginning to meditate on that word, that word, and then saying it. Meditate on it. Say it. Come on. It tells over there in Joshua 1 and 8. I should say Joshua uh, 1, 7 and 8. It says, Hallelujah. It says in Joshua, come on, Joshua 1, 7 and 8. Go back and make sure I get that right. Amen. It says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Are y'all understanding? Are y'all seeing this tonight? God is showing us how to prosper. God is showing us how to move forward in his word. God is showing us how to grow. God is showing us how to thrive in his word. He's showing us that tonight. In the eighth verse in Joshua 1, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shall thou make thy way prosperous, and then shall thou have good success. God has commanded us to be strong and be of good courage and be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with thee whithersoever 
thy goeth. When we walk in that kind of confidence, we know God's will because God's word is his will. And when we allow that word to be established on the inside of us, we can have what we say because what we say, we say it according to the will and the way of God. Amen. Amen. Next week. Next week.